Can we just real quick just go over the basics of time change (laughs) with you? Yeah. Just real quick. Like, so here's the thing. I think that it's, I have a theory on it. Okay. Because I think when you lived in Nashville, it wasn't hard to remember that you're two hours ahead of LA. Right. But now that you live in Denver, the one hour change is really messing with your head. It really does. (laughs) And I don't understand because I put it correctly in my calendar. And for some reason, I, I just can't get a handle on it. I don't, I don't know. So if you guys don't know what we're talking about, which you, which you wouldn't, unless you're like in our text chains, which is kind of creepy. First of all, we were supposed to do this live with Russell Dickerson in my studio today. And I get a text message from Brandy being like, I don't know why I thought I was going to be in L.A. I'm not going to be in L.A. for like, a, like three more days. So I was like, OK, I, OK, I don't even I don't even know how that happens where you think you're going to be in a different state. <laughs> I can explain it, but it's. You guys are going to be like, no, that's not valid. Here's the issue. Okay. I have too much going on and mm-hmm. I need help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you need an but assistant. I, I, I do really, truly. And that sounds really like douchey of me, but I just have, I like to do things all on my own and I'm a little bit of a control freak and I'm like, oh, I can just do it. But it's starting to get to a point where things are so all over the place that it think I'm like letting things slip through the cracks, which is very unlike me. And it's a problem. Yeah. So I am going to be there next Monday. And for some reason, when we were scheduling this with Russ, when she said Monday, she said the right date. It's my fault. But I just kept thinking, oh, the Monday after Stagecoach, I'll be there. We're already recording. Great. And then yesterday I was looking at it and I was like, wait a minute. This is not. No, I'm not going to be in L.A. tomorrow. And then she (laughs) sends me a text message this morning. We were supposed to start recording at 930, let's say my time. And at yeah. 8.30, I'm downstairs having coffee, watching <laughs> the depressing news. And I get a text message from Randy being like, ready when you are. And I'm like, okay, well, we're an hour early, but yeah, let's, I'm going to do it now. I don't care. <laughs> and what's funny is I, I like was texting you while I was still in bed about, are we going to start 30 minutes sooner? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, I got to get up. I got to start <laughs> talking on a podcast in like 10 minutes. I need coffee and totally. But the, the bright side is I got a lot of work done in the past hour. That's good. Huh. A lot of things I was putting off, I was like, well, I'm just going to sit down and do it. Well, I'm proud of you, even though having a hard time understanding the old clock change. I know, I know. I'm I'm now taking applications for an assistant. Uh-huh. If you'd like to apply, please send me an email. Number at one. At stylenative.com. What is it? Contact at stylenative.com. You literally can have zero experience with this job, <laughs> um, except for the fact that you have to understand time, time differences. And that's yeah, it. I know. And that'll be good. Um, you want to start the show? Yeah. Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandi. Woohoo! Now this is a, such a morning show, right there. I know what you just did right there shows everyone that's listening that it's- low energy show is coming at you. No, I'm yep. gonna get fired up when I start talking about Game of Thrones. Don't yeah. you worry. I know, but but. Usually it's like, bow, 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 hey, 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 and then, and I just got a, I just got a, that's it. Well, I'm also like in my apartment and don't want to, I mean, I, I guess it's 1030 and people should be up, but it is kind of a holiday. I don't know. It's Earth Day. It is Earth Day. I know. I was going to say, I know we do music at the end of the episode yeah. and we can play it then, but do you know about the Earth Day song? Is it the little Dicky one? Yeah. You know, my sister's on it. What animal is she on that one? She's the elephant. Oh, she is? Yeah. 
Uh, she says something about like I got a lot of junk in my trunk. Oh, which isn't really accurate. She's a very tiny bum, but yeah, yeah, little dicky. It's, what are you doing? What are you doing casting Miley as an elephant? I know, but we're, okay, we'll play it at the end of the episode because it's really cute, actually. My favorite is like he's like going through all the different animals on the planet, huh. and then it's just like, and I'm Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and I'm I'm a fucking alien, probably. <laughs> but yeah, I I like. Yeah, I'm like it. fascinated. That got everybody on it, but we'll play it later. Yeah, so I, I I'm thinking that Leo was the real facilitator here. Oh, for sure. Because it's kind of predicated all around him and his um his charity, or whatever. But it's very cool. It's like I want to watch that cartoon. Actually, I don't want to listen to a little dicky rap. I want to watch that cart, whatever that cartoon is, with like Halsey <laughs> and Miley and everyone. I want to see that. Yeah, it's really cute. I don't even know what to say. I mean, I do know what to say, but I don't know what to say right now. HBO, you're giving us six motherfucking (laughs) episodes left, right? Six episodes of Game of Thrones closing out arguably the greatest cinematic television experience of our lives or any other generation's lives, okay? You come at us with an opening episode, which was good. It was set in the stage. And then that last episode, one-sixth of what's left, you give us that shit? I don't need any of that. What the fuck did I just watch? I knew you were going to do this. This is bullshit, dude. There were some really lovely moments. Yes. I teared up quite a few times during this episode. Yes. Brianna Tar getting um, knighted, knighted was beautiful. Very cool. All right. I'm glad that Arya got some good old dip dipping there. I see. I told you that was going to happen. Yeah, we all knew that was going to happen. <laughs> I didn't realize it was going to happen this quick, though. I mean, she like went for it. And I was like, yes, girl, go after what you want. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I was happy about that. But I also felt bad. Like your first time always sucks. And you got to get it over with. But, yeah. you know, wait. Are we going to do this without the music playing in the background? Oh, my bad. I No. Hear you. Well, no, because I'm mad. I know. And anyone who says they're not mad is a liar. <laughs> I was a little disappointed, I would like to say. That's the correct word. We were all told that all these episodes are like seven hours long, you know, like run know. times of an hour and a half. That was a 47-minute episode that we watched last night. Yeah, that's the biggest bummer of them all, I think, is that they're just so short. Well, also, just don't lie to us or like I, I, I just feel so annoyed. All right. And then like the, I, I really wanted to see what, what I, I was like, OK, so if this is going to be the lamest episode in the history of Game of Thrones episodes, then when. Oh, this is a stupid minstrel one. Come hither to uh, hear us talk about the <laughs> shittiest episode ever. Like literally nothing happens. A bunch of people get drunk. Uh, and also Tyrion, dick move. Because you're not fighting, doesn't mean you should get everyone else drunk. All right, those guys need to be fucking <laughs> sharp. Don't be just getting everyone drunk because he can't go out and fight. And he's gonna be stuck down in the in the catacombs or whatever. Hold on, I need to find the crips. better the crypts. All right, is this it? Did you think that was a good episode, though? There were. No, it wasn't. It didn't live up to my expectations, but there were a lot of really good moments in it that I enjoyed watching. And, like, I never tear up during television. Like, I don't cry ever. Yeah. And I teared up so many times during this. Yeah, great. There, but There were some sweet moments. Uh, wonderful. 
but there's only four episodes left. And like literally that was an episode where nothing happened. The only thing that happened was John told Daenerys that, hey, guess what? Uh, Cut my throne. Gotta be honest with you. Um, And I didn't love that scene. Did you? Well, I thought it was very telling. When when it was happening, I turned to Sarah and I was like, she's going to kill him. The oh, throne, shoot. the throne is more important to her than getting that good deep so Yeah, and I was like, I think, so. and that would have been the one thing that saved that episode if she just went straight up, just murdered his ass, and that's how oh John dies. God. I would have been devastated, like a praying mantis. Get, yeah, get that I, deep I, D and then eat I his did, head. Like the interesting, <laughs> the interesting thing about that scene to me is like. A few minutes earlier, she's in there telling Sansa how much she loves John and I'm here fighting for him and blah, 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 blah. And man, she changed her tune real quick when he told her yeah. that he was a Targaryen. And, it, what, and it, it, here's the thing. She wasn't like, oh, my God, I've been sleeping with my nephew. How no, weird. I know. It was, you motherfucker trying to <laughs> steal my throne. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> not, not. Oh, God, what have I been doing with my vagina? No, it was, don't you dare try to get on that throne of swords. That would have been the only thing that, that saved it for me if she, if she just fucking murdered him, but she didn't do that. So then literally nothing happened. Everyone just got drunk before the big game, which seems stupid, you know? Maybe, I don't know, hydrate before you go killing a bunch of White Walkers. Yeah. I also, like... Rick, really, John? Like, this is the right time? Like, of all the times you could have told freaking Danny about, the, the, like, what you found out, like, you're picking right now, seconds before the White Walkers descend on Winterfell. You're picking now? Horrible timing. Yeah, but that could be the last time that they, you know. I know, but he could have, couldn't he just done it, like, a little sooner? Like, right when Sam told him? Like, oh, my God, I should probably go tell Danny this real quick. It's kind of important. Come hither to an episode that was absolutely horrible. And Can we talk about the good points of it? Okay, do it. Tell me what the okay. good points were. We already you talked about... You know what about- one of my favorite parts was, and no one's talking about it? What? Sansa and Theon's reunion, I thought was so precious, and I think they're going to bone now. Except he can't. He doesn't yeah. have a wang. By the way, so this is this... neither neither does what's his face. Yeah, they're just um, little worm. They're just scissoring me timbers. That's what they're doing. Yeah, so Sansa and Theon are going to do that. They're going to scissor. By the way, like I'm sorry, but the White Walkers, if they were watching these episodes, they would be laughing hysterically at the ragtag Motley crew that's arrived in Winterfell. Okay, so here are the two people that have shown up to help out in this fight. You got Jamie Lannister, who's missing a fucking arm, by the way, <laughs> and it's not. It's like not even like his like left hand. He, like it's it's his dominant arm. Oh, so great. We got the one guy who no one really trusts coming in who's missing an arm. Super sweet, dude. And then the other guy that shows up is Reek. Who literally <laughs> Don't call him that. Who literally was the biggest puss up until about seven minutes left in the last episode where he went and saved his sister. Who, by the way, was in jail because of him. You know? You're not wrong. So the two oh great. What an amazing two recruits we got. We got a, a dickless asshole who hasn't helped anyone until about three seconds ago. And the guy who we're pretty sure is going to murder Daenerys in her sleep at the end of this whole thing because he's the Kingslayer. Literally, he's going to try. You think so? 
Yeah. When she, okay, when they were standing in the hall and deciding whether he should stay or not, and then they all decided, oh, fine, you can stay. When she walks by him to get out, I'm like, are you crazy? You can't just walk by him. He's got a sword. Yeah. But that would have been nuts if he had just, like, decapitated her right there. I know. But never going to happen because. Well, okay, so we got some some fan thoughts on it. Yeah, I read one I really liked, but you please read them. Okay, hold on. I got to do this. I keep stop playing the right song. Okay, so someone tweeted to us a pretty good theory. I'm not sure if I can find it. It's kind of far down on my my tweets, but the theory was is that Arya was going to kill Jamie and then use Jamie's face to go kill Cersei. Cersei. Great theory. And and Bronn, the guy who's been tasked to go kill Tyrion and Jamie with the crossbow for poetic mm-hmm. justice, mm-hmm. is going to come across Jamie, aka Arya, and shoot him slash her, and that's how Arya dies. Which I think is a great theory. It's a valid theory. I'm still sticking with I think that I think that Sansa is going to get killed somehow. Do you and, really? I mean, like, she's such a power-hungry bitch that, like, I could mm-hmm. totally see her doing that to go join the White Walkers and marry the Night King. That would be insane. That whole show is insane. What are you talking about? You're right. So anyways, the the show ends with, like, the White Walkers finally getting there. What's gonna happen? I mean, they are they are armed to the teeth with some freaking dragon glass, bro. They are. You know, my here's my thing. How the hell are they going to stop this ice dragon? Well, the two other dragons. Yeah, but what if the ice dragon kills the other two dragons first? I mean, I think one dragon. I think the ice dragon is going to kill one of the dragons. Oh no! It's got to happen. You think? Yeah, for sure. Well, or or then Danny and John don't each get a dragon. I don't like that. Yeah, well, it's because Danny's going to kill John because she wants the throne. She might, she might kill him, but he's gonna come back to life because he already did once. Don't you think? N- no, no, because I don't know where the red woman is anymore. She's lurking. If they didn't kill her off, she's lurking. Where's Melisandre? Where's the girl that she's lurking? Queefs out fucking demons. Where is she at? <laughs> All right, remember the episode where she queefed out a demon? That was. Oh, I'll me- never forget it. Yeah. Okay. 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 So don't be, don't be like. Do you really think that um, that she would kill herself and go join the White Walkers? That sounds crazy. Oh, really? Remember the episode where the girl queefed out a demon? Oh, no? Okay. (laughs) Oh, God. It's whatever. I'm still mad, but... Yeah, I'm disappointed. I'll be, you know, I'll be be happy when next Sunday shows up. All right? So come here that next week. We'll have a... a, Maybe it'll be a better episode. Here, your favorite thing, doing Game of Thrones recap. Something tells me this battle scene with the White Walkers is what they've spent so much time filming and spent so much money on. So I think it's going to be pretty epic. Yeah, obviously. This is what we've been driving for for years, but I don't know, man. I wanted something. I I needed something. I needed something to hold on to. And and Mm -hmm. Brienne getting knighted isn't enough. Arya getting the Jeep Jochen isn't enough for me. (laughs) I needed something, guys. Yeah, I know. You and everyone else. The meme of the week is the one of Brienne yes. standing there, and you know the whole nothing happened, whatever. Yeah, everywhere. But but we're happy for Brienne. 
Which might, might as well be everyone's profile pick for the next week. I know. All right. Are we done with the Game of Thrones? Yeah, I'm done. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think I actually think I've got more material when it's bad than when it's good. You know? I do too, actually. Dude. I shall be honest with you. You know you know who you know who loves HelloFresh? Who? Well, howdy there, friends. Welcome to another episode of Cooking Whales. This makes it fucking easy. All you got to do is just open a box and boom, a bunch of shit's right there for you to make delicious tasting food. Seriously wow. though. Seriously though, I so I really do love HelloFresh. And I've worked yeah, with them for a while. Made some crab cakes and some sweet potatoes and Ramalad on top, and it was so good. You know what? My I, I'm not as good of a cook as Wells over here. Um, so for me, having something that's easy and also something that comes together in like 30 minutes or less is big deal for me. Um, the fact that I can just read the directions and do what it says and make an awesome meal is pretty cool. It's true. You are not as good of a cook as me. But here's the thing. I do. So I like HelloFresh. Because obviously, like the directions are there and, and makes it very simple. But if you're like me, I like I like to like kind of experiment with my HelloFresh. I like to make things a little spicier generally, uh, which you can totally do that. You can make it your own. But cooking has become so freaking easy with this company. There's also something for everybody, which is great. There's three plans you can choose from: classic, veggie, and even a family plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have the option to switch between, so that when your tastes change, you can change your meals. Super fun menus that feature a dinner to lunch option, twenty minute meals, and even gourmet like the crab cakes that Wells is talking about that has my mouth watering. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can get out of your recipe rut and start cooking outside your comfort zone by discovering new delicious recipes with HelloFresh. For $80 off your first month, go to HelloFresh.com slash YFT and use promo code YFT. So for $80 off your first month, make sure you go to HelloFresh.com slash YFT. And use our promo code YFT. That's HelloFresh.com slash YFT and then promo code YFT. Do it. I was using it regularly when I first got my house in Nashville yeah, and I loved it because I can't, I am not like, I am not one of those people like you <laughs> that can like, um, at like, what's it called? Just like, like ad- cook without direction. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. How do you say that? Like ad lib, almost like ad lib. I was going to say ad lib, yeah. but that didn't make sense to me. Um, free freestyle. That was the word I was looking for. Mm. I'm not somebody like Wells that can just freestyle cooking. I need directions. I need a step-by-step to make a meal the correct way. And so I really, really enjoy HelloFresh. It's also kind of fun. It's like a kind of like a good date night thing because like you and okay. your girl can like, or for you, you and Michelle Hilsman can get together and be like, let's cook this together. And then he, he'll be like chopping up like an onion. He's like, let me show you how to chop up onion. And then he comes behind you and then caress, he mm-hmm. grabs your hand while he, while the, his lower groin area rubs up against mm-hmm. your back and then you guys are uh-huh. cutting onions together and it's hot oh, and then we're like screw the food let's yeah. fuck and bye <laughs> hello fresh <laughs> um i got some favorite things brad but we got to call your boy uh russell dickerson in like eight eight minutes or so we do um he downloaded skype just for us apparently that's good yeah. Also, welcome to 2019, Russ. Who didn't have <laughs> Skype, bro? I only use it for you, if I'm honest. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm surprised you don't use it for uh, Michelle Hilsman. 
No, we use WhatsApp. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So Remember WhatsApp text, that whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a that was the name of an episode of ours. Oh, was it? <laughs> mm-hmm. Cute. Um, hey, so I'm sure his mom loved that, by the way. I really hope his mom like listens to the podcasts. I really hope she doesn't. I did learn recently that she downloaded Instagram just to follow me on Instagram. Wow. And I'm over here posting like thought pictures in my swimsuit for Coachella. And I'm like, oh, Lord. That was literally like the day I posted that. He was like, oh, by the way, my mom says you have really great style. She follows you on Instagram now. And I'm like, oh, God, now I have to filter my Instagram. No. Well, you can you can just block her, by the way. No, then she'll know. No, you can block her like on specific pictures. You can. I don't know if that's true, but I think you can. I don't think so. You had one pic where you were like petting a horse and Sarah and I both were like, damn, that booty looks good. I don't know if you've oh, been doing squat. Yeah, oh, it's on your story. Fun, fun facts. I had so many people DM me and be like, did you get butt implants? Did you? And I wanted to be like, are you effing kidding me? <laughs> well, unbelievable. First of all, no, this ass is all natural. Thanks. Mm-hmm. And second of all, who in their right mind would get butt implants that rides horses every day? That um, sounds awful. Uh, I don't know. It might be good. It might give you like, it's like an extra saddle pad. No, I don't think so. No? I don't think so. Sounds like you would ruin the bud implants. Maybe so. Maybe. Anyway, no. All natural. Thanks. Well, looking great, girl. Do whatever you're doing. I love it. Swells. Um, I got some favorite things if you want to rip through them before we call up your boy. Let's rip through a few. Have you heard of Black Summer? I watched the preview and was terrified. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it's on Netflix. Uh, James King. She's... uh an actress and a model. She's good friends with Sarah. Uh, she's the main character. Wait, Jamie King? Yeah, Jamie King, James King. She used to go by James King way back in the day, and now I guess she goes oh, really? by Jamie. I like yeah. James King. Yeah, it was like when, what was that movie that she was in where she was like totally the, it was like a totally like 90s rom-com and she was just the hot know. one in the show. Anyways, Black Summer, Netflix, so good. Okay, so it's really? a, it's zombies. But the way it's done is much different than like that of Walking Dead. If it's following kind of like three different groups of people, the day that kind of like people are getting evacuated as people are like turning into zombies, the storytelling is really good. The acting is really, really good. And these zombies are really scary. Like there's you don't really know how to kill them. Well, I'm like we're like five episodes in and, and I don't know if I've seen anyone really kill one except for with like a gun. Is this a scary series? Like, can I not watch this alone or? No, I think so. I mean, it's, it's, do you think Walking Dead scary? No. I would say it's, it's, if Walking Dead is, uh, on the scale of scary is a seven, this is probably a nine. Oh, so it's a little scarier. It's just a little scary. Yeah, but it's not like, it's not like, ooh, like you're jumping a lot or like creepy. Mm -hmm. It's just, I don't, I don't find zombies as like, they're giving me nightmares. I find zombies as like. Get that mallet, him in the head. Like I get angry at like their their tactics of killing zombies. Okay. Anyways, Black Summer, very good. Really? Okay, great. And then the other one that I did on the flight out to Chicago, I was in Chicago this past weekend. And this is one where I've we've been getting a lot of DMs and tweets and Instagram DMs about it. Mm-hmm. Free solo. Have you seen that? No. Okay, so it won an, an Oscar. So we're not the first people to think this was great. <laughs> It's a documentary uh, about this 
about this kid who is, I guess, like the best free solo climber in the world. And I don't know if you know, do you know what free soloing is? Yes. So for those that don't, it's when you go climbing without a rope, which is so dumb. Uh, so dumb. Are you serious? It's insane. So this kid's like the guy that like is so bad at like at all. The, uh, every climber's like, that's, that's our, you know, our Jesus reincarnate. Like he's like just mm-hmm. beloved. And it's just all about him wanting to free solo El Capitan, which is like the craziest rock face in the world. It's in Yosemite. And it's just like all about him doing it and like figuring out how to do it. And there's a, it, kind of interesting things like a lot of the free. And what, by the way, in the movie, not to like ruin it, but like in the movie, a bunch of his friends die from wait for it. Free soloing. OK, <laughs> So if that isn't like a, like a hint to be like, maybe you shouldn't do this, pal. Uh, I don't know what is. Yikes. So. So is this a documentary? Yeah, it's a documentary about okay, him trying that. to climb El Capitan. Whether he yeah. does or he doesn't, you got to watch and see. But there is an interesting mm-hmm. part where they're talking about his like family life. You can mm-hmm. tell like he, he's a good looking guy, but his eyes are huge and like almost black, like always like super dilated, almost like a serial killer. Not to say that he's oh, a crazy person. Okay. But he's a little crazy. So they talk about his dad and they're like, and his dad's passed away. And the mom's like talking about the dad. And she's like, yeah, you know, like at the time we wouldn't be able to kind of, uh, th- this wasn't something that we diagnosed, but we'd, we'd now probably say that he was Asperger's back then. Mm-hmm. They're like a like socially awkward guy. And so this kid's a little, you can tell he's a, like a little just like numb to like just mm-hmm. emotions in general. So they go have him take an MRI and they show him pictures of like murders and like boat sinking and like someone stabbing with a knife. And like then they read him back like what his amygdala in his brain, like the part of your brain that's like, ah, scared. Mm-hmm. A- and like this guy is total serial killer. Like n- nothing lights up in his brain with like these that's pictures. That's terrifying. Yeah. So like that, and that shows so, like it, there's a difference between like the guys that like are thrill seeker free soloists. Mm. who like take like crazy risks and like still pull it off. Whereas this guy is like very methodical and like scientific about it. Uh, Anyways, I watched it on the way to Chicago and I was so blown away by it. And also the whole time you're like, he's going to fucking fall. Like that the whole time you're just like all this like locked up. (laughs) And then the way back. That's why I don't think I can watch it on the way back. I know. I know. On the way back, I watched it again because I was so enthralled by it. So You watched it twice? I watched it twice, bro. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That says a lot. Yeah. Um, Spe- speaking of your flight home, I one of my favorite story sets you've ever done. Oh, yeah? Was <laughs> freeballing through the airport. <laughs> oh. It was so good. Well, uh, it was a short trip to Chicago. Like, uh, I yeah. flew in on Friday. I had to work on Saturday. Came back first thing on Sunday. So what, you took like one pair of underwear? I didn't bring, I didn't, it was such a like, okay, I want to, like, it was like, I was a shoot, it was a shoot for something. So I was like, I'm going to wear this, extra socks. And like, and it was like, a, I brought a tiny bag. And then I get there and for the shoot, I'm like, oh no, I forgot underwear. So I, so I, I reused the day before underwear for actually shooting. Oh. I know, listen, I didn't know what to do. And then by the, the flight home, I was like, They've seen too much. These underwear have, I had to burn them. Oh like it's, God. they've got, it's too far gone for them. I got to free ball it. <laughs> and I just don't understand how people free ball. Cause you're, you're, no. your cock and ball is up against 
the zipper, and that's cold. Yeah, did you have jeans on? Yeah. And so, so you're constantly like, ooh, no thank you. I just don't understand how people do it. But isn't it weird that they don't sell underwear in, in airports? It is really weird, actually. Why don't you sell? It. Yeah, they sell like oh, silly socks. I don't I understand know. why you don't sell underwear. Yeah. Oh, cool. I it can... is crazy. It's the craziest thing. They said the stupid sweatshirts and paraphernalia, all this crap. I need underwear. And I would have like, what if someone like shits their pants on the plane or exactly. something and needs new underwear? Well, I guess normally in their carry on, they've got an extra pair. But I. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. It does seem like something that should be in airports, though. Like, get with it, y'all. Yeah. Um. Oh, my other thought about this, though, was so the airport is the one place like I always feel like a complete douchebag if I'm like talking to my phone in public, you know, like I'm like doing a story being like, mm-hmm. look at me. Um. But specifically in airports, I'm very self-conscious I know. about it. How did you pull this off? I know. I, I realized the phone was very close to your face. But like, do you feel like, oh, my God, people are looking at me like this guy is obsessed with himself, like typical millennial. Yeah. It's funny you say that because I was like, <clears throat> In my mind, I was like, this is funny. And I think that, like, I think that people would laugh at this story. But also, I'm, I'm not that guy that can be like, hey, guys, getting a lot yeah. of questions about my face care regimen. Like, let me tell you about I'm not that guy. <laughs> so I uh, definitely was, like, walking around. And I did the first part, like, walking around. And people were looking at me. And I was like, okay. So, then, so, that, so then I had to go. I had to go find a place where, like, a, a terminal that was, like, kind of closed. Like, no one was there. And then, like, I did, like, the majority of it. And I also was still, like, just kind of, like, looking down, being like, uh, you know. I'm talking to myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I always just feel like I, like, even if I try to, like, start taking one, I'm like, oh, I hate myself. I can't do this. Yeah. It was, it was great. Free! Oh, boy. I'm free balling! <laughs> Oh, man, I just don't understand. Like, like I'm pretty sure, like, Dean doesn't wear underwear. I'm pretty sure Colton yeah. doesn't wear underwear. And I'm pretty sure... Ben didn't they, for a minute there. Ben doesn't. Like, sociopaths. Gosh. Yeah. Also, yeah. your jeans are so gross. Or your so, pants, whatever. Yeah. You know? Like if, if you've ever had just, like, a bad day on the toilet, Ugh. your underwear is, is taking, taking that. All right. And if you don't have that, that means your pants are and you're a filthy monster. If you're just walking around with soiled jeans all day. Disgusting. Wells. Yeah. You might hate this conversation, but do you know what one of my favorite things is this week? Bras. Yes. I finally (laughs) just. I finally discovered um, bras that actually fit me correctly. I have a really hard time finding stuff that fits right. I feel like I'm built funny, you know? Um, And the cool thing is that you go online and you take a little quiz and third love can pinpoint exactly what kind of bra you need. Um, They have a lot of different size options. They actually have half sizes, which is something I haven't found anywhere else. And they deliver it straight to your door, which is great. Yeah, I obviously don't need a bra yet, but there will be a day in which I will start getting some man boobs and then maybe I will start working with Third Love. But I did send this offer to my sister who is Oh good. She's pregnant right now and they have maternity mm-hmm. bras which I think are very important because I guess you're already carrying around this uh, 
uh, this parasite in your stomach and it's like weighing you down. And then also like your boobs are starting to weigh you down. So I think uh, she was super pumped about it. Yeah. You know, bras are the one article of clothing that I feel like women really hate uh, as a group. It's like as soon as you get home, it's the first thing you can't wait to take off and all that because it, they're uncomfortable a lot yeah. of the time. So to be able to find a bra that fits correctly and is comfortable to wear is a big deal. The cool part is you have 60 days to try this bra. You can wash it the whole deal. And if you don't love it, you can return it and they'll wash it and, and donate it to a woman in need, which is dope. And they'll also exchange it for a different size or a different style or whatever you prefer so that you can find the perfect fit. Oh, whoa. I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. Very cool. Third Love uh, knows they're a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering 15% off our listeners for the first order. Yeah. So go to thirdlove.com slash YFT now to take a little quiz and find your perfect fitting bra and you get 15% off your first order. It's dope. Do it. That's thirdlove.com slash YFT for 15% off today. Bras. They're one of my favorite things. Favorite things to take off. <laughs> yes. Or whatever they, whatever they hold, love what they hold. <laughs> okay. So... Brandy's a smile hider. She needs to <laughs> fix her broke ass grill because her bottom teeth are all crooked. Like they are. So you went to they smile. Are. You went to smile direct. They did like uh, they did some sort of. There was science involved. Lasers, I think. Sonar. They figured out <laughs> what was wrong with your with your teeth. And did they send you the trays yet? Yeah. So yeah, I went to Smile Direct Club in Denver, downtown, mm. and um, it was super quick. They actually took a scan of my teeth. It was very high tech and very fancy. And then um, not too long after that, I received my box in the mail. Uh, it's so cool because they send you all of the trays you're going to need for the entire thing in one box. So it's not like you have to wait for different shipments at different times, which is really convenient for me since I travel so much. I just have them all now. So I finally got to start and put my first trays in. It's been five days ago. So I have two days left with these first trays, and then I get to switch to the next ones, and I'm on my way to a perfect smile. Does it hurt? No, it doesn't hurt at all. Um, so when I was a kid, I remember uh, I had a, like a retainer that was very similar to this, like yeah. the trays, and that's what it feels like. So um, it feels tight, but that's a good thing because that means that your teeth are moving. If it didn't feel like anything, I would be bummed. And how does it look? Like, can you tell you got something in your mouth? No, not at all. I actually went out Friday night for Blake's birthday, Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, there were like a billion bachelor dudes there and it was wild. Um, but no one could even tell I had it. I had it in all night. You can drink uh, drink water with the men, which is perfect for me since that's all I drink at the club. Uh, and yeah, uh, you, you talk normal and everything. It's great. Once you get your liners, one of uh, Smile Direct Club's licensed doctors will check in on your progress every 90 days. Most new smiles take about six months on average. So yeah, in about five and a half months, Brandy will have a beautiful smile ready to show off to Michelle Hilsman. Yes, I will. And it's great. They also send you email reminders when it's time to switch your trays, which is perfect because clearly my brain is overwhelmed and I forget things like what time it is and when I'm going to be somewhere. So the fact that I get a reminder about, hey, time for a new tray is absolutely perfect for me. So visit smiledirectclub.com for real before and after photos if you want to check that out. Um, there's 550,000 plus satisfied customers. You can You can check out their smiles online. Yeah, get a $25 Amazon gift card with a free 3D scan at one of their smile shops or get a $25 rebate on an in-home 
uh, impression kit. Then, exclusive for our listeners, get $150 off your invisible aligners at smiledirectclub.com slash podcast and use our offer code YFT150. I know that you guys probably hear a lot of ads on podcasts and stuff. You're like, do they even use them? Brandy straight up is doing this right now. So I'm doing it. You know, we believe in it, man. Yeah. So if you're unhappy with your teeth, if they're a little crooked, if you didn't wear your retainers like you're supposed to, this offers for you. Uh, You can join me in this whole process and get $150 off at smiledirectclub.com slash podcast. Offer code YFT150. YFT150. Do it. Should we call your boy? Yeah, let's give him a call. All right. Well, let me put a shirt on. <laughs> nope. Cover my nipples. No, 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 no. I, Ross, I don't know if anyone told you, but this show, you got to do it shirtless. That's okay. The, All right. I'm down. It's, it's a podcast, so no one's actually going to see it, but we want people to paint that uh, picture in their mind. Uh, anything for some more followers, basically, is what we're doing here. Anything. <laughs> more Unreal. nips, more followers. <laughs> there we go. There he is. Oh, wow. <laughs> Hi, Russ. Yay. What's up, Brando? <laughs> Where are you Oh, at? you know. Oh, it's kind of funny. So, I'm in Denver. I live here now. Hi. Nice. Glad we're friends. Um, it's kind of funny. So Russ has always called me Brando mm-hmm. and yeah. Wells calls me Brandi. It's kind of funny. Brandi. <laughs> ah, plural. I kind of like brands. Brando, like Marlon Brando, but more attractive and less talented. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> Very true. Uh, so do hey, do I call you Russell or Russ? Yes. All right. Either one. All right. It freaks me out that people call you Russell. Why? Because I've always known you as Russ. Yeah, I know. But you're not Russ anymore. You're Russell. Yeah. But in sixth grade, I was Rusty Dick. So oh, (laughs) there's that. When when does that get to come back into your life? Well, uh, if you know the girl with no job, you know, Claude. Yeah. know her. So I, I did their show. And somehow that came out of my mouth, and mm. now it's just, it's nonstop. It's back now. Like, yeah, like people at shows will come up to me and be like, "Rusty Dick." <laughs> That's like, amazing. All right, cool. Yeah. Wait, Brandy, do you have an annoying nickname when you were in like middle school? No. Really? Yeah. No. Ugh. Did you? Yeah. Well, what was it? Well, Wells Fargo is still one I get, which is wow. so yeah. annoying. So original. I went nice. I went to the bank the other day and I do not I do not uh give my money to Wells Fargo and I was like opening up another account and they're like why don't you use Wells Fargo cuz like your name and I was like yeah no I I got it and like <laughs> you should do that and I was like yeah motherfucker at Chase Bank you need to be promoting your bank all right you do not need to be promoting <laughs> Wells Fargo right now <laughs> Uh, I also, I'm transferring all accounts. Yeah, yes, that's a good call, man. I never thought of it. Uh, I also got Curly Sue a lot, and that at the time annoyed me. Now I kind of embrace it because I do have curly hair, and I'm a cute it's kid, cute. you know. So, yeah. and you have uh, you, you know, like an orange colored penis, so it makes sense that you were rusty dick. Exactly, it makes complete <laughs> sense. <laughs> 
Brandy's face. I see Kaylee back there lurking. Yeah. And I just like doing that. Hi, Kaylee. Hi, guys. Oh, she's so cute. (laughs) Wait, okay. So is this your place in Venice? Yeah. Yeah. And you're living there now? Yes. Well, no, no, no. no. We are just here for the week pre-stagecoach. Uh-huh. We had a show in Calgary. Oh, yeah. So we, we just flew straight down and... Instead of flying back to Nashville, flying back to LA, blah, 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 blah. we're mm-hmm. just chilling here. We're actually getting rid of it. You are? Yeah. Why? But we we gotta we gotta we're moving. We bought a new house in Nashville, so. Oh. We're so we're not we're not gonna back. be neighbors anymore. No. Oh, sad. You live well, in Denver. Bro. I don't live there anymore, but I still have my house, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Wait, where are you buying yeah. in Nashville? Like what neighborhood? Uh, I'm by the zoo. We're like oh. right by the zoo. All right. Yeah, it's super ghetto. Wait, is that where you bought? Oh no 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 no. We're we bought over like just south of Green Hills, like down okay. Hillsboro. Yeah yeah. Hillsboro and Old Hickory. Yeah. Moving on up. Come on. Moving on up. Gonna <laughs> come up. Gonna get a piece of the pie. Um. How, so well, how do hey, you? Where do you live in Nashville, Wells? I own. Well, a... I mean, I don't want you to tell everybody. Yeah yeah yeah. No, I know. It's a funny question because I. Who did we have on the other day where I was like, it says a lot about Hunter pers- Hayes. Yeah, Hunter Hayes. I was like, where where do you live in Nashville? Like, I don't know the address, but like the Eric's, I think it says a lot about the person. And he was so cagey about where he was. And I was like, okay, bro, relax. I just wanted okay. to know like West Side, downtown, right. you know, yeah, Germantown. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I have, I have a ha- my house was in um, or is in East Nashville, really close to. Mitchell's Deli, which uh shout oh. out. Like I could hit Mitchell's Deli with the rock, which was a not a good thing because they Dude. would like know me when I'd walk in, they'd just start making the turkey bacon off for me. <laughs> Dude, that sounds so good right now. Yeah. It does. Gosh. Yeah. So Russ, you do you think you'll live in Nashville forever? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh-huh. That'll always be home base. Yeah. Yeah. Are you always well, going to keep a home there? Oh yeah, absolutely. Does uh, does pops? Does, do you also have that property? We sure do. Oh, yes, we do. We'll always speaking have. Speaking of the resurrection, dude, I just got the the Billboard Billboard Hot 100 like another week. Is it oh, insane? It's so good. Oh my god! Wait, okay. What day are you performing at Stagecoach? Friday at five. Oh, Friday. Are you? You're not staying the whole weekend? No. We're coming back here. We're moving out of our apartment and rolling out. Um, wait, so yeah. I want to know how do how do you, how do you two know each other? Yes, me and Russ. Yes, oh, yeah. We've been friends since high school. Yeah, we've we're, we were like Franklin, Tennessee scene kids together. Oh wow, totally. And like listened to metal music and just like everybody. It's like all of our friends from high school. Like there wasn't like high school boundaries. Everybody in Franklin was just like friends with everybody yeah mm-hmm. like you me grayson katie grayson. all the yeah i know emily those. vaughn i feel like emily vaughn is is who really introduced us and got right. us hanging out together but russ was in russ not only listened to metal music russ was in a metal band called buried under broken glass and i used oh, to go yes. watch band perform and you guys i know um i know the other guys band did you guys pr- uh practice in that storage space at mtsu also oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that all these guys shared this storage space. Like 
uh, in in Murfreesboro in the ghetto, and that's where they'd all rehearse and their little cute metal metal bands, and all us mm-hmm. girls would, like go and watch and hang yeah. out. It was that was the was, that was the life. It's so funny because like that was like such. I mean, as horrible as the music was, that was such like a pure musical experience. Like mm-hmm. we just like wanted to be around it. It was loud. It was crazy. It was rebellious. We were freshmen in college, and we just like wanted to go hang out at this storage space in the ghetto, like in the middle of nowhere and just like listen to music. It was so, I loved, yeah. Good times. Great times. Good times. Yeah. And I, so I was one of the few people that lived in an apartment our freshman year of college. And so everybody would come over to my apartment and, and we'd have huge parties. And this is before I wouldn't even drink. Cause this is before I had ever had like a drop of alcohol. I was so mm-hmm. straight edge. I wanted to die. Yeah. And, but, um, but Russ <laughs> was like my one buddy that would come over and, um, then I never knew who anyone else was. I feel like, but we did, we had some good times. Can we just real quick, by the way, I tried to find buried under broken glass, uh, on Spotify <laughs> doesn't exist. Yeah, um, it's- but like we were, it was before we were Spotify. But also, like, weirdly similar to the Annie Lennox hit, Walking on Broken Glass, which is playing in the background right now. <laughs> so, I'm gonna, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going uh, home to Nashville next week, actually. And I have so many photos from that era. I have so many of Grayson, too. Please. Like, I'm going to dig all those out and just yes. put them on glass on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Please do. I have no problem with that. What was was Brandy like in high school, dude? Was she cool? Brandy, I mean, Brandy was like, honestly, one of the boys. Like, that's why I think we're such good friends. Nothing's changed. Yeah, like, (laughs) she would drive around in her Xterra, and like, we didn't even (laughs) have, like, yeah, like, she had, she had an apartment, and so, like, she would just, like, come pick us up, and we would all hang out till literally... 2 a.m., 3 a.m., just, like, not wanting to go back to our dorms. And we just, like, oh, we didn't do anything. We just, like, hung out and just, that was literally it. We had no money to do anything besides just be little punk kids just hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. Wild times. Oh, we go to the calf. We'd go to Subway. The calf! We'd use our, uh, we'd use our, what, Raider Bucks? Yes. Yeah, dude. We would make it rain Raider Bucks. <laughs> Is that like high school uh, gift card? Is that what that is? Yeah. College at MTSU. And my parents would only put like 250 bucks a month on that thing for me. And mm-hmm. man, I had, so I was spread thin, but I made yeah. a last Subway, Taco Bell, Chick-fil-A. Yes. Ate wow. really well in college. Yes. <laughs> um. All right. So the show's called Your Favorite Thing. I'm not sure if Brandy told you much about it but mm-hmm. we basically just talk about like the things that we think are cool this week like our favorite thing this week so mm-hmm. what are you watching listening to uh following whatever that you think is uh super dope this week rusty dick what did we we just finished we're a little late on this we just finished oj versus the people oh wow so good just finished that was what oh I just signed up for masterclass. Oh wow. Y'all know y'all know about that? No. So I'm I'm watching Timbaland's right now. So he literally it's 180 bucks for the gear and it's like super high quality videos of who Natalie Portman does an acting class, etc. You know, like all these like huge people do like explain their craft. And Timbaland's is like Amazing. He starts from 
complete scratch. And he like goes up to a microphone. He's like, you know, whatever. And then like two minutes later, it is the dankest beat you have ever heard. Like he's got his pit. You know what I mean? It's just like, he takes you through every step. It's amazing. So I just signed up for that. I'm super stoked on that right now. That's cool. Did you, did you sign up because you heard the Timbaland one was, was dope or just like, you just heard. Okay. Yeah. Just for, just for that. Yeah. Cause I've seen, they, they always pop up like in my Facebook where it's like, uh, Aaron Sorkin teaches you like how to like write a TV show. Exactly. You know? Yeah. All right. That's cool. I'm down with that's that. That's pretty cool. It's pretty invaluable. I mean, you get to see into all these crazy successful people's brains and how they make their craft. Yeah. Legit. I mean, it's no Kardashian gossip, but that's all I got. What if the Kardashians <laughs> did a masterclass on how to become Kardashians? <laughs> On how to reality TV. Yeah. This is how you reality. This is how you pivot from uh, a reality TV show into makeup. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> this is how yes. you spin the political story of your husband saying weird, crazy stuff. Uh, what else? This is how you deal with one of your good friends hooking up with your sister's uh, baby daddy. Yeah. Yikes. How to date basketball players. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I'd watch that one. <laughs> how, how to, Just kidding. I how have to, a boyfriend. Now. How to I'll not get cheated on by a basketball player. <laughs> a master class. <laughs> oh, my God. I would watch that, honestly. Jeez. <laughs> That's good. Yes. If, you liked, if you liked the, the OJ um, series, then you need to watch the assassination of Gianni Versace. It's it's the next season. And oh, that yes. And I just finished it. It's so good. All right, come on. Really, really good. Into it. Yeah. Into it. Ah. Um, yeah. Dude, I heard this crazy conspiracy theory the other day, and I wanted to kind of, like, run it by you guys. Because I, 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 By the way, I heard this. We were all drinking a lot of alcohol, whatever. The conspiracy theory is, is that the Notre Dame fire was an inside job. Have you guys Uh-oh. heard this? No. Okay, so there's a couple things. And, and by the way, didn't fact check this at all. Um, so don't get mad, but I, my fact checking was like three in the morning. Someone telling me this and me being like, this is great stuff for my podcast. So I guess that, uh, Notre Dame cathedral has been in kind of like malrepair, disrepair for quite some time. And they've been trying to raise money to get it kind of like fixed up and like to no avail. It hasn't been happening for years now. Like people have known that this, it's an issue there and like nothing, nothing was going on. And Weirdly enough, most of like the really important statues and like artifacts and all this kind of stuff were on loan this past month to the Louvre. Just like how nice that like a lot of the stuff. Like Uh, right next door. We'll just pass them off to the neighbors. Yeah. And I guess the the thing that burnt the spire, uh, which was like, I guess, in in really bad shape and very old and needed to be redone anyways that that thing that fell is also like easy to not easy but like not the architecturally not the toughest thing to like recreate and fix like if it had been those two towers that that's kind of known for then it would have been like kind of like a, a wash and all the money that they I mean, if you think about it like they've raised like a billion dollars some crazy amount of money now to bring it yeah. back to life and so the thought is that it was an inside job it was lit on fire uh, they got rid of all the good good stuff, um, so it wouldn't it wouldn't be ruined by the fire. And now everyone's happy because they got what they want. 
believe it. Do you? Dude. Yeah. You're not even drunk at three in the morning and you're into it. No. <laughs> sounds completely plausible to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plausible. I mean, the way you explained it, I believe it now. Like, <laughs> right? Your, your perfect radio voice just made me believe everyone. <laughs> 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 oh, oh. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's one. That was one of my that's my favorite conspiracy theory of the day. When I heard that, I was like, man, that's good. All that right. It's good, bro. Yeah. Wow. Uh, going back to favorite things. I know Wells talked about this so long ago when it was actually relevant, but I'm behind. And I just watched Bohemian Rhapsody. Did you guys see it? Ooh, no, I've not seen it. What? No. Come on. Oh my gosh. I'm shocked come by on. that. You have to watch it. Why? It's so good. Like I, first of all, like I wasn't really raised to listen when I, when I was a kid, my parents listened to eighties music. Right. So it was like, like, I just never was, I've never been somebody that's been like really into music from the seventies and early eighties just because my parents listened to stupid, like hair metal and country and stuff. Yes. Like that. Um, so I like, obviously like, I know queen, I know Queen's songs, but I did not know really anything about the actual like members of the band and their journey and their story. And, yeah. um, and now I think after you watch Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody, I think you listen to their music in a different light and you really understand like where it comes from. And I don't know, it's just pretty wild. Like I just had no idea. And I think anybody that's semi interested in music, much less like living in the music industry full time, like would really, really appreciate the movie. You should watch it. Heck yeah, done. One of the, the one of the, the one of the complaints about the movie is that it's not completely true to how things really went down. Like the part where he like goes up and meets them like after a show because one of I think because the old lead singer quit or whatever. Like I don't think it went down that way. Live Aid didn't really go down that way. He didn't really know that he was infected at that moment. Kind of interesting and stuff like that. But I will say that like. Rami Malek does a amazing job yeah. as Freddie Mercury. Uh-huh. Heck yeah. And and the guy that plays Brian May, which I don't think he's got any credits before that, like absolutely embodies that dude. Which by the way, I mean like Freddie Mercury, freaking genius, but literally mm -hmm. Brian May is a genius. He's an astrophysicist. Wow. And he just like Dang. like likes to play guitar. <laughs> 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 well yeah i mean that's what's cool like i yeah I, those are things i would have never known if i hadn't watched that movie and um did you know that freddie mercury was born in um in south africa really yeah that I little either. little fun fact your boyfriend told you he did tell me that yeah, he's yeah. the one that asked told me to watch the movie so yeah mm -hmm. boyfriend. wait hold on yeah. real quick I told you to watch this movie like three months ago on the show, <laughs> but I get it. And yes, it's you, cool. wait, you didn't know that she's got a boyfriend? No. Oh. I'm very I don't, I really, I don't know. I don't think I've known you to ever have, I mean, I know you've dated people, but like you were, I, I, I've never known you to have a boyfriend. To settle really? down and such. I know. Life. Well, you, I feel like you, you knew, but when I dated Will, the guy in Parachute, right. you knew about that. So like, yeah, I uh, guess that, that was like my last, like a really serious relationship. And that's a long time ago. Eight years ago. Ages ago. Yeah. No, I, we don't talk, we don't say his name on this podcast. I keep him okay. very locked up secret. Uh, but he we'll lives. call him Frank for now. We actually call him Mikel Huseman mm -hmm. because Ooh. everybody thinks that's who he looks like. <laughs> he looks like this like <laughs> very good is. looking actor. Mikel? Mikael Huseman, do you know who that is? No. What's his name in Game of Thrones, Wells? I don't oh, even. Game I don't even know. But we forget. 
it's Misha Mich- 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 Hussman. Anyway, um, he lives in South Africa. It's very long distance. Oh, I know it sounds insane, but he's adorable and I love him. And that's all. Bye. Okay. <laughs> that's it. That's all you got. That's it. Yeah. Right. Cool. I get nervous talking about it. Dude, have you guys ever seen those? They're like these like foot pads that people like tape onto their feet and and they you're supposed to sleep with them. And then like it takes out all the toxins of your body and the foot pad changes color. No, I need one. Okay, so Sarah got some. And so what? it's a clear pad and then it tapes onto the bottom of your foot and you sleep on it. And then like you're supposed to do it every night and the cut like the toxins come out apparently and it gets on the pad and I did it and I woke up this morning and I swear to fucking God, I have a demon living inside my body. All right. Why do you say that? What? I go get the pad. It looks like my soul is black tar and that I am dead inside. I could. What color are Sarah's? Hers were kind of black, but like a lot of white was still there. Mine was pure unbridled horror that's oozed out of my feet <laughs> and i'm pretty sure i'm dying or already dead inside so right. i'm gonna do it or again this pad just saved your life maybe. yeah exactly <laughs> maybe <laughs> i don't this know this pad exercise the demon from your body <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man i looked at this morning i was like oh god i am this it's not good so anyways but i i I don't know i I went and did like the research i was like is this stuff real or is it like it just turns black when like sweaty feet come in contact and there's no real like hard evidence either way but uh i'm gonna keep doing it and see if like it's supposed to like the coloring supposed to get like less and less as the week goes on until you're like purified so i'll report back next week and see how uh, we're doing all right does it feel Kaylee's weird to Amazon sleep Prime right now? She getting them? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> literally. <laughs> do do does it feel weird to sleep with them on your feet though? Like socks? No, not at all. Because it's really? just it's just like it almost feels just like kind of like a big band-aid on the bottom of your foot. Yeah. Huh. So I don't know. Check it right. out. Yeah. Again, your perfect radio voice has sold me on this <laughs> product as well. <laughs> uh, we oh, we need, gotta get a sponsorship from these people, by the way. I know. Yeah. Seriously. All right, so uh, Russ, do you have any um, like music stuff you we need to talk about? Like, what's going on in your world, dude? We are we're touring with Thomas Rhett this year, mm. which um, you know he's crushing it the game right now. We start at the end of May, and that's I mean that's our that's the rest of our year pretty much. Yeah, we we will be making a new album later on, but no no really set set times for that. And my current song right now at radio is called every little thing that's that's my pitch that's all i got by the way back to the good stuff. by the, the way ev- everyone the maxi pads you put on your yeah. feet. <laughs> 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 oh lord let me try to find this here we go. uh you you and tr are besties though so that'll be such yeah. a fun tour totally and our wives are besties too yeah and you know so it's yeah so Kaylee actually went to Africa with them to adopt their, oh, their little girl, yeah. And so, you know, they're they're super tight. And so they'll be the kids will be out there, the girls, and it's just gonna be like a the family family bandwagon tour. Dude, the freaking celebrity gossip magazines love Thomas Rhett and his wife. 
Oh, yeah. Like, they are all about that love story and their kids. Right. It's hilarious. I'm playing every little thing right here. <laughs> Come on. I wish you had, so the record, record's called Yours. Yeah. I kind of wish you had done the asterisks uh, after the S. Because uh, you know that's people, when they use the wrong your on Twitter, like Twitter trolls will be like, they'll use the wrong for, form of your, and then you just clap back with like <laughs> the correct yeah. form and then asterisks. You are. <laughs> this is my record, yeah. you are. <laughs> Love it, dude. Still playing? There we go. Oh, yeah. Can you hear it? Uh Uh-uh. Okay. Can you, Brandy? No, I used to be able to. We have technical issues. You got any favorite music for us uh, that you're listening to? I mean, aside from the Billy Ray Cyrus remix. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm... I'm keeping it at number one. Yeah. Still bumping it? It's actually streaming in the background. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Make me so happy. Yeah. And you knew um, and you knew uh BR growing up because you were friends with Brandy. Yeah, yeah, we met a few we we went out to the house a few times. We went four, four wheelers. wheelers. Oh my god. One of the honestly, one of the best days of my life to this day. And yeah, like yeah, that- marrying my wife and then four wheeling <laughs> yep. at Billy Ray Cyrus. That checks I out. I love that. Wait, I but love that. I, I find it rude that he hasn't done uh like a co right with you. We got to get BR in it. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah. Come on, blood. Are you kidding? At this point, my dad would only be so lucky to have Russ on a co-write with him. Russ is crushing it. Thank you. Do you think, is your dad's ego a little inflated right now, Brandy? He's just like, I got a number one Uh, with little not the exact opposite, actually. No. Is he terrified? He's a little terrified, I think. Uh, like yeah like what what i want to know like what has gone through his head in the last six weeks honestly i don't know if anyone knows but i definitely like feel like he's a little bit like deer in the headlights about it like he's just so i think he's just in such shock you know what i mean yeah i don't know but he i mean he's loving it don't get me wrong i don't know so my mom instagram storied the entire thing but he played at the george jones museum last week in nashville and um, played the song just on his own. Lil Nas wasn't yeah. there, but he played it for the first time. And you can just tell, like, it, like, brought him back to life, I feel like. I mean, my yeah. dad's a great performer, and he always gives 100%. But, like, he was living his best life the other night. So I think it's going to be so good for him. But I definitely think he's a little bit, like, you know. My right? question is, did he use the lyric, lean all in my bladder, <laughs> when he performed that song? That's a great question, but... Probably because I would pay just to hear him sing that line. <laughs> I'll ask my mother. We'll have to phone lean him all in my bladder. <laughs> Come on. All right, dude. What, we... What's that? Oh, we do want to let Russ go and then we'll continue. I was going to play the Earth song. Yeah, yeah. Let's let him go. Let's let him go. Um, oh, little Dicky. Yeah. Yeah. How come, do you love it? How come you're oh, not on it? Yes. You know, Miley's on it. Oh, yeah. She's the Amazing. Ellie. I need, I, we listened to it like in the green room, like right before we were like heading out and it, you know, I caught like bits and pieces of it, like 
but I need I need to listen to it again with headphones. You need to watch the video and, though. With yeah, it, the video. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It was just like on an iPhone sitting on a table. Like I need gotcha. to I need to be invested. Yeah, it's so good. Yes. We love the Earth. I know. Earth. Right before, uh, right, you know, in today's Earth Day, so that really kind of checks out, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great PR just move. Yeah, super good. Great. Okay, well, we can let Russell go. Yeah, we'll let you go, buddy. Hey, I thanks so much. much. Oh, I love you guys. Thanks we for having you. me. This is it feels too soon, but I know. Hey, thanks for having me. I know. Once um, once the Bachelorette kicks off next month, we. Have- have to have Russ and Kaylee back on, okay? Because they love The Bachelor. Oh Here man, for here for it. Well, yeah. if I'm happen to be gone for a very long time filming something else, maybe Russ can oh, just yeah. step in as uh, as me, co-host. You know, I love. Now it. you're talking, yeah. brother. <laughs> love the idea. Yes, there we go. We'll do that for sure. <laughs> All right, dude. Thanks so actually, much. I would actually be honored. All right. That, that'll be perfect. The Bachelor will be airing. We can do a recap. It'll be great. We'll have Kaylee pipe in. It'll be perfect. Kaylee will be there. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll have somebody else from the show. We'll just have a giant podcast party. Love. Oh, my gosh. I'm, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> I love it. All right, All dude. Right. Have a good morning, brother. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you, guys. Love, love, love. Love you guys. Later. Bye, Kaylee. I'm just a giraffe once with this snack. Hippity hop, I'm a kangaroo. How about there? Up and down with you. I'm an elephant, like a junk in my trunk. What the fuck am I crying? I'm a wolf. I'm a squirrel looking for my next nut. And I'm a pony, just a There's your sister right there. I'm an elephant, look at the junk in my trunk. Um, It's great. It's a great song. But I also like. I like Lil Dicky because he makes me laugh. This song didn't really make me laugh a whole lot. It's just like a cute song, you know? Yeah. I do like the, like, I'm a cow, drink some milk out my tits. <laughs> yeah. There's, <laughs> there's a couple of funny parts for sure. <laughs> oh, anyways, yeah, this is great. But that's a great message, and I just I just think it's so cool. They got so many people involved. Yeah. So cool. Totally. Thank you, Leo. I did think of the funny. It was funny having Leo on the, with the Titanic moment. And the yeah. whole thing is. It was fantastic. <laughs> if aliens come, we're sending Leo up. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> uh, good. You got anything else? Um, let me check. my. Oh, you know what? I do have one thing. Okay. Um, it's just kind of a practical thing more than anything else, to be honest with you. But so I am planning a road trip with uh, Mikael Huseman to Yellowstone mm-hmm. and the Grand Tetons. And I've never been. And so I wanted to ask our listeners yeah. for advice. Everyone's been really good about hitting me up with book recommendations. So I'm going to gonna ask you guys to also, if you've been to Yellowstone Park, please send me recommendations. I'm like way in over my head here researching. It seems like... It's very difficult to get camp to get campsites. Like you got to show up at like the crack of dawn. Um, so I would love any pointers on how to score a campsite in the backcountry camping, and also just any like must sees, must dos in Yellowstone. Obviously, like Mikael Huseman would love to see some wildlife. Uh, I'm trying to convince him to move here, possibly. So anything you could send my way to help me, like whoa, 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 oh my god. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was the most amazing information slide in I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> you can keep talking. You can keep on. Yeah. That's all. That's <laughs> yeah, because there's I not books on this shit or anything. Wait. No, I want real life experience recommendations. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yes. I've Googled the shit out of it until I can't Google it anymore. And yeah. I just, I need some inside info. Mm -hmm. If you've been, if you camped in Yellowstone, hit me up. I need the info. I need some inside info on your grand scheme, your master plan <laughs> of getting Michelle Kielsman to move here. I mean, I don't want to say like he's going to move here, yeah. but he's going to come visit. For, he's never been to the States. It's his first time. And he says he's always dreamed of going to Yellowstone. So I'm going to take his ass to Yellowstone and show him the best part the United States have to offer. I mean, and if he loves it, I'm not going to stop him if he wants to move here. You yeah. Know? You should also take him to Yosemite. We don't have time. I only have him for two weeks and it's too much because I also wanted to take him to the Grand Canyon and Zion. And I just like got really overwhelmed trying to cram everything in to the point where I felt like we weren't going to enjoy any of it because we were going to be rushed. Yeah. So this trip doing Yellowstone, that's what he really wants to see. Uh, and the Grand Tetons are right there. And I've actually heard they're more beautiful than Yellowstone, which is crazy. But we're going to do that. And the next trip, we'll take him to Yosemite. OK, so can I give you like like a suggestion on what you should do when you get to the, to the Tetons? Please. Because I've been there before. Beautiful, by the you way. Know. Yeah. Oh, please. yeah, I'm going to write it down. Uh, okay, so write, get a pen, paper. <clears throat> so what, what you do, just w if there's like a romantic moment, oh, and boy. so the, the, the Tetons. This real advice. Yes, so the, the Grand Tetons are in the background, right? And you have like this romantic uh, rom moment where like you and Michelle Huseman, you go out and and you, you're kissing, and then you whisper in his ear and you say, what's more beautiful, the Grand Tetons or my Grand Tetons? And then that's when you pull your shirt up <laughs> and you show your boobs. My boobs are not great, so I'm definitely not going to do that. <laughs> okay, this but is still. something Olivia Caridi would do because she like prides herself on having perfect tits. Me, on the other hand, not so much. I hate you. I really thought you were going to give me good advice. No, to make a joke. That is good advice. Have you, have you really been to the Tetons or no? I have. Did you camp? Yes, I went and did like when I was in high school and college. I went and uh, did like drive around the country and do all that kind of stuff. Where'd you camp at? I don't even remember, but I did. I did. Oh, I, did so helpful. I, I can I can tell you where we went. Other places that like if he comes back, suggestions. We did okay. we did the Grand Tetons, which are great. We did Zion National Park, which is great. We did yeah. Moab, which is super dope. Mm -hmm. We did Arches, which is killer. I'm trying to think. I mean, the fact that you're not doing. Do you say you are? Do, you're doing Yellowstone. Yes, the fact Yellowstone that and the Tetons. Yeah, and the fact that you're not doing Yosemite is like you got to go back and do Yosemite. I know. We just, I literally just like we only have seven days of a road trip, and I just want to enjoy. I want him to enjoy Yellowstone and the Tetons instead of trying because at at the first I was trying to cram in the Grand Canyon, Zion, and Yellowstone in one road trip, and yeah. it was just it was becoming too much. Like we were only going to have two days in each place and a lot of driving and. It just sounded like it was starting to become like less fun and we, we'd enjoy it less. So we're going to have to do this on the first trip. And when he comes back, we'll have to like dedicate a whole road trip just to Utah because there's so many sick places. Yep. And then and a whole road trip to California because I'd also love to take him to Big Sur and see a lot of Northern California and then do Yosemite. Like there's just so much. And I, 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 I do this a lot where I try to cram too much into a small period of time and then I don't enjoy it as much as if I'd given myself more time. Yeah. So I'm trying to be better. I hear that. If you guys do do Big Sur, do do. Um, you need to let me and Sarah come because that's my 100%. hometown, bro. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. I've got more things, but I think we've got a full episode. So I'm going to save them for next step. 
Okay, fine. Coup? Yeah. I loved that was the best. Just slide in like, so we, I really want, some, you know, okay, so I want to get the wire tears out there and I like really want some like good info and like if you've got like in, interesting places for us to go to because I'm trying to get a bit of move here anyway. So then also like a good place to eat. And it's like, wait, 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 what did you say? I really do want recommendations. Yeah, well, you know what you really want. Okay, go practice time changes if you can. Okay. <laughs> go study that. Go study that. <laughs> and then next week, maybe we'll uh, figure it out. Next week, I'm going to be in your studio, 100%, for sure. I'm not lying. All right. Believe it when I see it. Yeah. All right. All right. Love ya. Love ya. Later, dude. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.